Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Allred, and I am a successful entrepreneur, athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get fueled. Episode number two. Hello and welcome to Fueled. My name is Easton Creed Allred and this is the second episode of Fueled with Justin Osmond. Justin was born with a severe hearing loss, even after being told by doctors, teachers, and professionals that he would never play a musical instrument, he went on to play the violin, viola, piano, and drums. He has received numerous awards such as the prestigious Sterling Scholarship in Music, Academic Scholarships, Honorary Achievements, and many athletic titles in soccer, football, basketball, and track. He's also proud to represent the Boy Scouts of America as an Eagle Scout, and he currently has his master's in business administration. Recently, Justin ran 250 miles in seven days to help 25 kids receive the gift of sound. For those who of you who are keeping track, that's almost 10 marathons back to back. Today, Justin is an inspirational speaker, author, and philanthropist. I am pleased to welcome Justin Osmond to this podcast. Good to be here, Ethan. I am so honored to be your, the inaugural first interviewer on this podcast, so thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad to have you here. So tell us your story and tell us what made you decide to follow the path in what you do today. So, Ethan, imagine imagine life without sound. You know, imagine life not being able to hear the comforting voices of your family and your friend. Imagine not being able to hear music, uh, the animals, the dogs, all your pets. Just imagine life without sound. You know, and that, that's what my life was, was like when I was born. And, uh, you know, for some of you out there, that might take some imagination. But for me, I've lived it. And so, I was, uh, someone gave me a chance. Someone gave me an opportunity uh, to be able to, to, to do what I do today, to be able to speak, to be able to hear with conviction and to live my life with passion. And so therefore, this is just my way of paying it forward and uh, helping all those realize that those dreams and those aspirations can be accomplished. Take a moment in time of what you consider your worst failure and tell us the story. You bet. I remember I was working on my master's degree in college and uh, I had to take this final exam. Uh, I remember I had to take it about four times, the same exact test four times, and I felt like a complete loser. I felt like my confidence went down, my self-esteem went down, I felt like my IQ went down. (laughs) Um, But you know what? I kept at it. You know, I kept winning. I I remember after I failed the third time, it's like three strikes, you're out. And, uh, but you know, I kept at it. I kept, I wanted it so bad. And um, and I, I, I went and I did it again, thanks to the wonderful support and encouragement and motivation from my peers and my family and my friends. I was able to go again. And I could have easily, easily have said I set myself up for failure. Uh, but I said, you know what? I can do this. I want this so bad, so, so bad. It's kind of like Scrat on the Ice Age. He would do whatever it takes to get that acorn. <laughs> and I was just like that. I want it so bad. I would do whatever it takes uh, to get that, that acorn and to get that test passed. So I would say that's one of my failures um, that I've, I've gone through in my life. I look back at my life and I'm, I realize, 
you know what, it, it's that determination, it's that focus, it's that, uh, you know, motivation that you have to find to, to do it. And after something like that, you know, I, you probably heard of the term deaf and dumb. I've even felt like that at one point. But now I feel like I'm deaf and smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was perfect. Thank you. On the contrary to that, tell us about your aha moment. You know, Ethan, I was running one morning. And like you, I love to run, but I'm not as fast as you are. <laughs> but I was just running one morning, just running a couple miles. And, and I was always thinking as a philanthropist, how can I give back? How can I pay it forward? How can I make a difference? And for me, I, I work with the deaf and hard of hearing children around the world. And I'm always thinking of ways, creative ways, and how I can give back to help these, these kids. And so it kind of dawned on me, and I had that aha moment while I was running. And... Um, I thought, you know what, um, I've done marathons, I've done, you know, 10Ks and all those, but I've never done a really long distance run. And I said to myself, I would love to run across the state of Utah, 250 miles to help 25 deaf kids that need new hearing devices. And I thought, ah, you know, I would love that. You know, that sounds sound like a very impossible feat. But I bet you if I really put my head to it, I, I got on a really intense training schedule, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. You know, kind of like that tutor train. I think I can. I think I can. And uh, so I went home and I did all this research. I talked to my wife. I even talked to my cross um country coach and said, hey, is this even possible? And it's interesting because even my cross-country coach didn't think it was possible and a lot of these other people, but I was like, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to do this. Even when people tell me, uh, even when people told me that I couldn't play the violin or a musical instrument, I love to go back and prove people wrong. And so that's what I did with this. I was, like, I was so determined. I was so like wanting to help these deaf kids because they needed help. You know, 25 kids down in the in the school district that needed hearing aids so that they can hear their teacher, they can hear their classmates, and be able to be able to merge into communication and and be able to connect with life. And I know what that was like. I know what it's like going through school and not being able to hear the teacher and connect with your classmates. And so I didn't want these kids to have to go through what I went through. And so that was a motivational factor for me. And so I would, I got on this intense training schedule and in about nine or 10 months, I was ready to run this 250 miles. And um, I did it. 250 miles, 25 kids helped, mission accomplished. So I had the opportunity to go and see Justin run these 250 miles, and it was really cool to see someone sacrifice so much of their time and so much of their strength, and it was really cool to see that for something that was so selfless, and he was able to help 25 kids to receive the gift of sound, and that's so meaningful. So thank you for that, Justin. Are you ready to enter the field round? Let's do it. All right, so what is your biggest strength? Ah, uh, let's see. You know, I, I'd have to say it's people. I love people. For some, I used to be very uh, scared, and that's probably part of my weaknesses. I used to be very shy. Um, growing up in high school, I was voted the shyest kid in the whole high school. That's not a cool title <laughs> to have. <laughs> Nobody wants that title. But, you know, it was kind of part of who I was, uh, part of my deafness. Um, it kind of made me want to go in my own little cocoon and my own little uh, shelter. But I was able to come out of it. I realized, you know what, I got to live my life. 
And uh, even though deep down inside I love people, I made an effort to, to try to connect with people, communicate with people. And I started gaining a lot of friends. And you know how it is, Ethan. In order to make a friend, you got to be a friend. And so I, I kind of applied that. And now I'm so blessed to have many wonderful friends. And so sometimes we, uh, I've always loved the quote from Pablo Picasso. He said that um, the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. And I, I found that gift a little bit later on in my life that I really do truly have love people. And so I needed to give that away. I needed to use that, utilize it, maximize on that. And in doing so, I, I've been blessed with so many wonderful friends. You told me that quote yesterday and it really hit a spot for me because you really do, like you have to find what you're good at and find what you're passionate about. And you have to expound upon that and you have to take that passion to improve and to help other people and uh, to live your life. So thank you for that. You bet. And and to all your teenagers out there, you know, you're, you're still young and vibrant. And the sooner you can find that gift or that passion, uh, then share it, use it, utilize it to help other people. That's what this life is all about. And Ethan, what you're doing right now, you have a beautiful gift and this passion to want to make a difference in the lives of all, of everybody. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, would you consider being shy your biggest weakness <laughs> from before? Or what would you consider your biggest weakness now? <laughs> I, uh, I was very shy when I was dating my wife, uh, <laughs> soon-to-be wife. She was cute, drop-dead gorgeous blonde, and I was still shy. So sometimes I'm still shy now, uh, but I try to remind myself that I try to look at everybody um, not usually as, a, as an individual, but as a friend I have yet to meet. And that's kind of my, my focus or my mentality. Uh, so if somebody out there is not my friend yet, I'll, I'm determined to make sure they are my friend. And because that's how it should be. I, I, look at, I almost look at everybody as brothers and sisters, like one big family. Well, that is fantastic. I hope everyone that's listening is taking notes right now because that was great to treat everyone as a friend um, or a yet-to-be friend. So that was awesome. And uh, Justin, what is one habit that has set you apart from your peers? You know, I, uh, well, first of all, I'm deaf and I'm hard of hearing, but the fact that I can even speak and have a, a normal dialogue and a, and a conversation, um, I had to take 12 years of intense speech therapy. I had to learn how to talk. For, for two years when I was born, I lived in a world void of sound. No, no music, no audio, no nothing. And so for me, I've had to work extra, extra hard to catch up to my peers. I sometimes feel like I'm still trying to catch up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just, um, I try to never compare myself uh, to anybody, but I'm a kind of a competitive person too when it comes <laughs> come to sports and all that. So I think competitiveness is, is a good thing because it makes you better. It makes other people better and it, it pushes you to work harder and to uh, excel and to reach your greatest dreams in life. Well, thank you. Are you ready to enter the final round? Let's do it. Who has been your greatest mentor? You know, um, on a personal level and a professional level, uh, on a personal level, it's been my sweetheart, my wife. She has been the best thing that's ever happened to me. She comes from a background of, of great, uh, come from a great family, but I listen to her a lot. So all you guys out there, make sure, whoever you marry, make sure you listen to your wife. She has a lot to offer. But on a professional level, um, I um, I know some of you might have listened to Entrepreneurs on Fire, and John D. Loomis, I love him. I listen to him as well. 
but all my speech therapists that I've grown up with, my audiologist, you know, growing up, all these people instilled in me at a young age that even though I have a 90% hearing loss, that should not stop me from going out there and reaching my dreams. So I have a personal motto now. It says, I may have a hearing loss, but that hearing loss did not have me. Thank you so much for that, Justin. I think that is so cool, uh, that life quote that you have. You may have a hearing loss, but your hearing loss does not have you. I think that's such a great lesson for all few listeners, even though it may not be for um, hearing loss. Now, what is the best advice you've ever received? I remember one time I was playing soccer. I was on a high school soccer team. And this one particular day, my dad happened to be in town. He travels all over the world, so very, not very often did he come to get to see me play. Anyway, I was so excited to, to show my dad my skills, my, my, uh, my talents and everything else on the field. And during that first half, it was the worst game of my life. I've never played so bad in my life. I was, I was so disappointed. Even the coach pulled me out of the game. And, and so I remember my dad started walking over to me on the sideline. I was like, oh, man, the one chance I could really show my dad to make him proud. And I'll never forget, he came over and put his arm around around me. And the advice that he gave me was, son, if you fear failure, then you don't have the faith sufficient enough to believe that you can go out there and kick some butt. You know, and he just gave me the, the biggest uh, motivational uh, speech I've ever heard. And he got me so riled up and so motivated that I went back over to the coach and coach, Please put me back in the game. And see, I was living in fear. Uh, I wasn't uh, able to play in my own element. And so when my dad reminded me of that, I went back out in the field into the game, and I scored three goals. Three goals, and we won the game. And so I guess my point is, uh, don't let fear, whatever that is, fear of failure, fear of consequence, fear of uh, self-imposed limitations, or whatever those fears may, you may have, and everybody has them, but try to set them aside and overcome those, then you can play the A game. You can play the premier uh, performance that you uh, want to always play. So my dad, I think that's one of the most, the greatest advices he ever gave me. Fantastic. I, I would agree with that. I've played a lot of sports myself, and every sport is so mental. So having the right mindset and having good advice and good coaches and um, a good support group is essential in that. Um, Justin, what book would you recommend to fuel listeners and why? So for me, I, I, speech and communication is, uh, is a big thing for me. And, uh, well, so for a couple, a couple books I would highly recommend. Uh, one of them, I've always wanted to be a, a good speaker. You know, imagine being a, a deaf person being a public speaker. You know, that you don't normally hear that very often. We could do sign language, but I wanted to be able to, to develop good pronunciation and speech and etc and so there's a book i love it's called how to speak like ted or how to talk like ted and if you, if you ever watch those ted talk shows or the ted performances i love those so that's a great book and then the other one is i actually wrote a book uh it's called hearing with your heart 
And I've learned that even though despite my physical hearing loss, uh, we need to learn to hear with our, our hearts. So words, if I to hear with knew now words, what I knew then, to, um, uh, the pep talk I would give myself challenges that is... Way. Imagine Justin, that you had just you a couple of minutes with you your former teenage you want. self. I, I used what to have a lot of uh, insecurities uh, growing up. I, my self-esteem wasn't always up where it needed to be. But again, now as I look back in my life, I remember I, w- I was bullied a couple of times, and people, w- I used to have these big hardware devices coming out of my ears, and, uh, you know, hardware devices with my hearing aids, and this big box I would wear on my belt, and here's what I wish I would have known then, if, if I could just accepted myself for who I was, not what I was, meaning how the world looks at me, how the world views me, but how, but, but who I am, my real self, I found out that I am a lot happier with myself uh, for accepting myself for who I was. And the, and the more I did that, not only was I happier with myself, but I made more friends. People were able to accept me for who I was too. And I noticed that a lot of times people didn't know how to react around me because I, I did. I kind of looked like a robot with wires coming out of my ears. And, and I don't blame people for not knowing how to react around me. And that, that was normal. But that stopped me from being able to be my true self. And so I would say, you know, I wish I could have been more of myself, more of myself in my element, but to accept myself for who I was and to realize also that despite your challenges, the trials that you go through, the adversity, and everybody has them, you can overcome them, really. But like you said, Easton, the mindset that you have, because a lot of people have distorted thinking, uh, thinking that you can't do this, you can't do that. The people tell me, Justin, you're deaf. You're 90% deaf. You can't play the violin. But guess what? I found a solution. I found a remedy to make it happen. And the way I did it with the violin was I didn't learn to play it by hearing it. I learned to play it through the vibration, through the conductive sound that would send the signal to my brain, and I learned to listen to it by hearing it from my brain, or also hearing it from my heart. And that's why that's one of the reasons why I bought that, I wrote that book. Anything possible, guys. Uh, even the word impossible says I'm possible, and and it's all possible for all you guys out there. Uh, pay it forward, keep making a difference, and get fueled. Thank you for listening to episode number two of Fueled. Get fueled, and I'll see you on future episodes.